You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to our second bonus episode of this season. I'm so excited to share this live stream that I recorded in the Lit Up and Loaded Entrepreneur with you guys because I think it is so relevant to the process you're seeing Erica walk through this season on the podcast. I think I even referenced Erica in this live a few times, so it's very well timed to be able to share this here, but it's basically the truth about success that doesn't get talked about enough. And the the thing that I really want to convey in this is this idea that success will often still have many challenges that come up along the way, and it still can feel good and amazing. And what we typically hear is the good and amazing part, which is cool and okay, right? But we make that mean no one else is having challenges, right? We make that mean we shouldn't have challenges. We make that mean our clients shouldn't have challenges. And then it's really easy to get very worked up in it and think you're doing it really wrong when actually you're doing it really right and you're doing the hard stuff of navigating all of the challenges that come with success. And I think Erica has just done an exceptional job of illustrating that for us this season, right? She's having amazing launches. Her business is growing. Her audience is so invested. Like all of these things are happening. And she's had big challenges pop up. Like, you know, she um, just had the challenge with her launch. She had some personal challenges. She was sick. She had the um, two people drop out. She had all of these challenges coming up around like shame and guilt around making more money and all of this stuff, right? And if she was being really hard on herself, she could easily be like, oh my gosh, I must be doing this whole thing wrong because other people couldn't possibly be having all these issues, right? But she knows this is life. This is the human experience. It's both, right? And so I think we just need to be having these conversations more, both to normalize it for ourselves, but also to normalize it for clients. Because I see so many coaches get really, really worked up when their clients have to face challenges, right? It makes it so much harder for the coach, but so much harder for the client as well. When we can hold them through what is a normal experience of more success, more, um, you know, people around you, more things to deal with, more team, et cetera, um, that's when they're able to thrive and normalize it for themselves. So we go into all of that on this live stream, but I think it is going to be just so permission giving, so helpful to level set with yourself on that and ideally give you some tools to make this easier and easier for you and for you and your experience with your clients. Hi guys. Happy Monday. I hope you guys are having a beautiful start to your week so far. Okay. So today's topic is the truth about success that I feel like doesn't get talked about enough in our space. And I feel like I could rant on this all the time. It feels like such a mission of mine to be talking about this right now. Uh, So that's what we're going to dive into today. Um, And I hope this just gives you a lot of context, a lot of permission 
But I hope that also gives you some really specific ways to handle this. Um, so we will dive into all those things. But basically, the gist of what I want to talk about is this idea that I feel like a lot of people in our space are marketing to and or searching for success that comes without challenges, right? Like, I feel like there's almost this like billboard that's like, I want the success that doesn't come with the challenges or maybe even more than that, right? Is I feel like if I'm having success that has challenges, I'm doing it wrong. And that part kills me. It's so so detrimental. I think it's so harmful. I think there are so many things wrong with that. That idea that if I'm creating success in whatever way, shape or form that looks like for me, um, and I'm having challenges while doing so I'm doing it wrong. Or some business coaches will even feel like I'm out of integrity or I wouldn't want my audience to know that. Right. And it's so fucked (laughs) because it's like, so not how it works. (laughs) I mean, basically, right. In 3d reality, there are a vast range of emotions and challenges and things that come up and happen. And it's so much more about how you navigate it, which we can talk about that too. But it's so important to say that the truth about success is that the people who have most of it are just really good at navigating the challenges and don't make them mean as much. Right. And the the ways in which we get stuck the most are when we start making the challenges mean a lot. And when we start spinning out on this idea that they shouldn't be there or something has gone wrong. Right. Um, hi, Venetia. Hi, Alice. Thank you for being here. Michelle says, love this reminder that even success has its challenges. Plus, my brain loves to create problems where there are none. Exactly, Michelle. Like I think that's what it is, right? Sometimes we want to create a problem when there isn't one. And this idea becomes like a challenge is a problem. And oh my God, that means something has gone wrong in my business. Something has gone wrong in my strategy. Something has gone wrong with my mindset. I am missing things. I literally should feel bad or reset or fix something. And sometimes the challenge is just part of the journey. It's just a challenge, right? Um, Like think about long-term relationships. If every time you had a fight with your significant other, you made that mean full reset needed. Something has very much gone wrong. Maybe you picked the wrong partner. Maybe you should get a divorce. Like think of how fucking draining that relationship would be, right? Personally, I've been through a divorce, right? So I know that that's draining, but I wasn't even living in that place to get to a divorce. Like I can't imagine how draining that would be for every single thing to feel that intense. Do you know what I mean? Like too, too much. Um, just chaos presenting itself. I love how you said that. So true. (laughs) Katrina says, but my brain loves fixing problems. Well, we're going to give it a different problem to solve today. You know, I love doing that. Let's solve the right problem. But, um, this is the thing, right? Like the challenges are so normal. And what I want to talk about today too, is not only are they normal for you, but they're normal for your clients, right? And where I see so many business owners get stuck, feel super shitty and really keep themselves from success is when they think that not only should they not be experiencing challenges, but they should be ensuring that their clients don't have challenges either. And I promise you 
I cannot think of a faster way to get burnt out, get overwhelmed and really, really dislike your business. Um, then thinking that not only should you not have challenges, but that your client shouldn't either. That is so bananas when you think about it, but so many of us do that to ourselves. Like I'm sure so many people listening here are like, but did you mean me? Because that's something I do, right? Like, so there's no shame in that, but what I want to do today is help your brain see that that does not have to be the case, right? Like my clients hire me because they have challenges, because they know there's going to be new stuff to navigate at every level, because they know that the bigger their business grows, the more that challenges will arise and they want the support for that. They're not hiring me to remove any challenge for them, right? Like I can't go in front of them and fully clear the path. Like that's not how it works, right? Um, I think this season of literally so far has been a really great example of that. Erica is, um, if you guys haven't listened, um, Erica is doing amazing. Like she's getting great results in her business. She's just had her best launch ever. And she's still having a ton of money mindset challenges come up. She's having, um, you know, personal challenges. If you listen to our third session, we didn't even record it. Um, because <laughs> Well, you obviously didn't listen to our third session, but if you listened to uh, the recording I did for the third session, you would know like we didn't even record it because she was facing a pretty big personal challenge at that point. But what it is such an illustration of is this is why we have support and this is how success can still happen because she's not going to let that mean enough to get her stuck, right? Like she's still going to run full speed ahead and in you know, whatever way that her obviously circumstances allow to get what she wants to her goal. She's not going to go, you know, what? this, this one is probably just not meant for me because I've had a bunch of challenges already, or, you know what, Lacey actually sucks as a coach because I've had challenges already, right? We have to start normalizing that success for you and for your clients will come with challenge points, that's how, how the game works basically. Right. Um, and I think what we try to do a lot of times is to out strategy those challenges. So meaning something happens and we're like, cool, how can I make sure this never, ever, 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 ever happens again? Right. So like a client bails on a contract, everyone that has been in business for any length of time has had a client bail on a contract. Like Sorry. It's just true. Like, it doesn't mean you're shit. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen all the time. It's just like, I don't know anybody that's making six figures has been in business for a while, et cetera, that hasn't had to deal with some level of that. I've had to deal with some level of that too. Right. It doesn't mean it should be happening all the time, but this idea of it should never happen. It's just a fallacy that's keeping us stuck. And so let's say someone bails on a contract. Well, you can try to out strategy that you can be like, okay, how do we write the contract different so that no one ever, ever, ever does that again? Well, like you can have the best contract in the world and it can still happen. Right. So then we go to, okay, I will make everyone pay in full no matter what, like I will never deal with this ever again. Well, okay, fine. Now you've changed kind of like your monthly recurring revenue game and you've maybe uh, made it so certain people can't purchase from you. Okay. But then you do that. And then say someone actually like asks for a refund midway through, like, do you see how like 
sometimes there is not a strategic solution except to be like, I'm just good at navigating challenges, or I just trust myself to figure things out, or I trust myself to get the next client if that happens, or I trust myself to handle this with full integrity and like, you know, open a spot, right? Like, do you see how it can be so tempting to want to go down that fix it so it never ever happens route instead of the know that this is okay and part of the process route? Alice is yes. Great reminder. Thank you, Alice. Um, Michelle says, I've definitely had a client bail on a contract. Totally grateful to have people normalize this for me. So my brain didn't spiral, although it did try. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really think that that's so normal. Like we're humans working with other humans, like human-y shit is going to happen, right? Now, I'm certainly not saying that there are not strategic solutions to certain things that happen to you. But what I am saying is, Notice how like any time a challenge arises, like that's where we want to go is like wipe the challenge clean. I have obviously fucked up by having this challenge and I need to make sure it never, ever happens again. Instead of like, this might be a price I pay for having a business, (laughs) right? Like this might be part of the game that out of the X amount of clients I have, this percentage happens or even like, you know, no shows on sales calls or things like that. Like sometimes it's like a trade-off of the game. Like you can try to fix that process and be strategic, but some of it is like up here. How do I get to a place where it feels like that's okay. And I'm not making myself or my business really wrong for that. If it only happens like a percentage of the time. Right. Um, and so I think it's just really helpful to see that, like, you are going to have these things happen in business. And the goal of it is really How do you navigate through it and normalize that for both yourself and your clients instead of how do you fight so hard against it? Because that's when business gets so fucking draining, right? Is when you're fighting so hard against it, you're making yourself so wrong every time. And it just makes you feel like you're in quicksand all the time, right? Like, (laughs) we'll use that relationship example again, but notice how, like, if every time you got into a fight, it felt like, well, maybe we should get a divorce. Maybe this isn't working. Maybe, right. That everything feels so difficult that it feels really hard to like move forward and do anything. Like you're scared to even go to dinner with this person you're in a relationship with, because you might have a fight again. And it might mean, you know, all of these terrible things. And so your world gets really small, really quickly. And that's what can happen in business too. Um, there's this, uh, Michael Singer quote that I really like. It was my, uh, phone screensaver for forever. Um, I should, I should find it and share it with y'all. Cause it was such a beautiful, uh, little screensaver our graphic designer made for me. Um, but it was, um, serve what's put in front of you and let go of everything. It stirs up within you. Okay. I'm going to say it one more time because sometimes I have to say it twice to process. Serve what's put in front of you and let go of everything it stirs up within you. Right. And so that's kind of the point of this piece of success that our industry is not always focused on. Right. Is that we have to serve the thing that's put in front of us. And our work in so many cases is to deal with all the shit that it stirs up within us, not to necessarily hack every problem so it never happens again but to really, really be self-responsible in addressing what's happening internally versus always going to that external place or always feeling like there has to be 
a fix, sometimes there just is a thing that you have to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Diana says, yes. How can we flow with the challenges instead of fighting it? Absolutely. Um, thanks so much for having these great combos. Lacey got to run to dinner with the fam, but excited to catch the replay later. You're so welcome, Michelle. I always appreciate you being here. Um, Maggie says, I love that. I turned tuned in right at the relationship example. Totally. Yes. One thing isn't a verdict on the whole thing. Exactly. And when you can take that mentality and realize that like the, you trying to work so hard to make sure there aren't challenges in your business or in your client's business is actually what's making your business so hard and challenging. And you can see how that hamster wheel can be never ending. Like the fact that I think I shouldn't have challenges is what is giving me so many challenges, which is why I feel worse that I have challenges. And it's like never ending. Right. Um, And I think what's so confusing about that sometimes is because in our space, there's like so much talk about how it should feel great, how it should be easy, all of these things, right? And I am personally someone who has that conversation a lot. So I feel like I'm also someone that's a good person to to talk on the dichotomy here, which is personally in my business, I feel lit up most of the time. Most days in my business are good days. Um, I feel a lot, a lot of ease, like all of that is true. And I'm definitely someone that navigates plenty of challenges, right? So how those two live together is I just really don't get that jacked up about the challenges because I truly see them as part of this process. I really, really like see that this is a normal thing that's happening. And so when they happen, I'm in a much more neutral position to address them, deal with them and move on. Then when they happen, it takes me from like a two to a 10 every time. And I just cannot seem to get right or regulate. And maybe I even make really crazy decisions trying to handle them (laughs) because I'm not coming from neutral because I'm making it so important. So that's how both can be true. How someone isn't necessarily lying when they're like, it feels really good and easy most of the time. There's just a way they're handling challenges that is probably very different. And they probably have a very different mindset around it. Right. Maggie says, um, like, yes, the idea that we shouldn't have problems often is the problem. Same for relationships and business. Yeah. Maggie and I actually did a, um, podcast kind of to this vein. It was slightly different topic, but almost exactly the same, um, on her podcast. Um, Maggie, if you know what episode it is, maybe you could, um, share it. But um, Maggie's podcast is Marriage Life Coach. She's amazing. We had this whole conversation. I worked with her um, in relationship coaching. And we had this whole conversation on her podcast too. So you should check that out if you're liking uh, this conversation. Okay, she'll get it. Um, Cool. So like seeing that someone might just have a different mentality instead of assuming they have less challenges is really the key here, right? So when you can go, wait, if everyone has had a client break a contract, probably at a certain point, then this person that I'm putting on a pedestal has probably had that happen too. And yet they have still gotten to this level of success that I think looks really awesome. Oh my gosh, maybe they're just thinking about it differently, right? And when you can see that it's really not that they are physically doing something differently, but they are thinking about it and responding to it differently. That's when you really give yourself permission to be like, what if this just didn't feel like that big of a deal? Or what if I was able to get to neutral about this and not let it 
mean my business is burning down or whatever, um, then you'd probably handle it a lot more efficiently, but you'd probably only have a challenge for the like two hours that you're dealing with it. There's this book that I really like. It is so good. It is like this little itty bitty book, right? So it's like, and like the, the lettering is quite big. So it's like a very easy read. It's called Dissolve the Problem by Richard Dots. And basically what he talks about in the book that is so relevant to this conversation is this idea of like, we circle around problems for so long when really the actual time it takes to solve and address the problem is like an absolute micro of that. Like he talks about people worrying about money as one of his examples in there and how like you might be worried about money for your whole month, like all day, every day. But the actual act of having to deal with like what money is going where and what bills are getting paid and all of that takes like an hour of your month, but you've spent the rest of the month, like really intensely obsessing about that um, and how much that impacts, like what you're creating, your experience, how you're able to make more money, how you're able to move forward, all of that kind of stuff is really huge. And so it's kind of the same thing in business. Like if you can see like that client, we're just using this example, but like it can be anything, but if you can see like the time it takes me to deal with a client breaking a contract and having to like have that conversation and like pass it onto team, decide what to do, et cetera, et cetera, is like, I don't know, half hour, right? Like maybe an hour, um, you know, give or take, but like the amount of time that that could derail my business could be so significant. The amount of like subsequent decisions I could feel forced to make because of that could be so significant. And it could be like this one thing that took, you know, half hour to an hour of my time has now consumed my thoughts, my actions, my, you know, every waking moment (laughs) for weeks. And I can see how that is the thing that truly stalls my success. Right. So when we can, what he says in here is dissolve the problem we're able to really deal with the problem when the problem is there. Well, you guys are asking who, right? <laughs> um, yes. Richard dots is correct. Um, yeah, so true. Um, it is dissolve the problem by Richard dots. I got it on Amazon, so I'm sure it's there. Um, only problem with it is like, pretty sure you can only get the book. I'm like a huge audible person. Doesn't come on that at all, which is a bummer, but like, I really like this book. You guys, I, this is probably my like fourth or fifth copy. Cause I've like literally bought it and left it places. Like I've left it in the seat pocket of an airplane and different things like that. Cause I'm like, people just need to hear this. Like whoever, you know, like finds this just needs to find it. Um, so anyway, it's really good. If you win the gift card today, I remember I'm giving away a hundred dollar gift card. Um, if you win the gift card today, you should use part of that to buy this book. <laughs> oh, Kindle's available too. That's awesome, Diana. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Maggie. And Maggie also dropped our podcast, um, our podcast link as well. So definitely make sure to listen to that. But yeah, I think you guys will really enjoy this. If you read it, let me know because I, I would love to know what y'all think about it. But um, really just so helpful to be like, yeah, that's interesting. How people are dealing with challenges is that it's taking just a small piece of their time because it's normalized for them versus like they're doing something that I must not be doing like kind of, but what they're doing is addressing it and moving on. Right. Um, 
And so I think it's like just so, so beautiful for us to be able to see that, which is not like people that we look up to have the absence of challenge. They're just maybe more practiced at dealing with it or it's more normalized for them. Um, yes, Manisha says makes sense. Yeah, Audible is the best idea. I just process so much better with that. And I also get less sleepy. <laughs> I feel like if I like start to read a book for too long, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to go to bed. Um, but yeah, so the other thing I want to say about this is, well, there's there's a couple things, but um one of them is like, notice how important this is to normalize for you because it helps you normalize it for clients, right? So as soon as you start accepting it within your yourself and your business of like, of course this will happen, then you can really be that grounded person saying, of course this will happen to your clients, right? Like I can't even begin to tell you how many conversations I've had with clients where they're like, but is this okay? Like, has this ever happened to you or has this ever happened to someone else? And I'm like, of course, this is business. Like, yes, it's so normal. It happens to all of us. And they're like, and they can like immediately breathe and start taking down the importance of it. And so when you're able to be really okay with that in yourself and really transparent about that within yourself, it's so much easier to give that grace and space to the humans you're working with, because you're like, yeah, this is okay. Right. Maggie, like, I'm sure this is such an example for you too, but like when you normalize that it's okay to have a disagreement with your husband for yourself, it's so easy to give that grace to your clients. But if you felt like, well, as a marriage coach, I'm never allowed to have an argument. And my goal with clients is to make it so they never have an argument. Like business would probably feel really stressful and your marriage would probably feel really stressful. Right. But when you're like, oh my gosh, it's totally normal that we have this. Then when a client comes to you and is like, we have had a fight, you're like, yeah, sounds normal. How do we move through it? Right. And it's like the same thing in business. You know, a client comes to you and you're like, they're like, this has happened. You're like, yeah, sounds normal. How do we move through it? And you really get to kind of be that like grounded force for them to move through it faster, as opposed to like, let's fix this. So it never happens to you again. And now you're both jacked up and worried. Do you see what I mean? Right. It's like so funny how the energy translates. Um, Maggie says hundred percent. And I tell my clients that I teach this stuff and I have to practice it too. Exactly. What I always remind my clients is like, what makes you a great coach? Isn't not having problems. What makes you a great coach is like using your tools to navigate the problems. Right. And that's exactly what Maggie's saying. Like, if you're a business coach having a shitty launch, like, okay, <laughs> like we've, like we've all been there, but are you doubling down on your tools to move through it? Are you solving the right problem? Are you figuring out, you know, what you need to do from there? Like, that's what makes you great. Like, I'm not good at business or good at coaching because I don't have problems. I'm good at business and I'm good at coaching because I always use my own tools to solve those problems. And that's why I'm really good at teaching them. Right. Um, Maggie says, I'm obsessed with normalizing our common humanity, totally picking up what you're throwing down for usual. Yes, me too, Maggie. Maybe there's like something in the air lately, but this is like the hill I will die on lately because it's like so important that we're having these conversations, right? Um, And he just says, wow, that's so true. That's what I felt for myself this week. Yeah, like we really need to see like my greatness is not here because I don't have challenges, right? 
Like it's here because I'm able to move through them. It's here because I navigate them all. It's here because I have tools. It's here because like, you know, I'm willing to do the work, right? Like I think far and above the number one value my clients get from working with me is that I'm always willing to do my own work too. And so that is what translates. Whereas like, if I wasn't, then like that pressure would almost be on them, you know, but it doesn't mean it looks perfect. I have to do my own work because I have work to do. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, One thing I think about so often that I always feel like is really important to share is um, I'm like super vocal about the fact that uh, (laughs) I I have my MBA. I went to business school and I am super vocal about the fact that like it's not all it's cracked up to be like anyone that has reached out to me or said to me, do you think I should go back to school and get my MBA? I'm like, well, if you're doing it for like a real world practical application for your business, it's probably quite a few years behind that. So it's probably not the thing. Um, like very happy to be as vocal about that as possible. But what I do think was exceptionally helpful in business school and what I am always coming back to and I'm like, would pay all that money and put all that effort in five times over to have walked away with is this huge normalization regarding challenges. Like basically the majority of your time in business school is studying how big companies handle challenges, (laughs) you know? And so when you see that so normalized in these huge companies that you like massively look up to, or when you learn about CEOs that had really difficult things and challenges in the company they were facing and things like that, you kind of get this picture of business of like, oh yeah, this is what's going to happen. And like what we learn from it is what's most important. Right. And I'm so, so insanely grateful for that lesson because what it really brought to me was that when I entered my own business, I had zero expectation that I wouldn't experience challenges. Like I certainly wasn't in a place of being like, oh, it's always going to be so hard, but it just felt really normalized. Like yeah, of course the market's going to shift and you're going to have to adapt sometimes. Yeah, of course, like a client's going <laughs> to bail or of course, like your engagement's going to be have peaks and valleys. Like it just all felt like, yeah, <laughs> like this is what you've been studying for, you know, a few years, like this is how it works. And so um, that's like always the lesson I want to pass on is like, if you really think like that's not normal, like look at all these big companies, like, yeah, they're, they're doing great. And they have challenges. Like they have some quarters that are really good and some that are harder and so on and so forth. And so the more we can see, like, this is what happens in business. The more we can challenge ourselves to navigate it from a more neutral and strategic place by dealing with our brain, right? If you're trying to, here's a good one. If you're trying to problem solve to completely remove a problem from your business, like if you're going, okay, how do we make sure this never happens again? Please let that be a huge fucking red flag that you need to do some mindset work and then come back to that strategy, right? Like if you're in the, oh my God, never again headspace, you do not need strategy. You need mindset, right? And then once you get your mindset more to neutral of like, okay, this is a challenge. What are the best ways to solve this going forward? And you can come to that strategy point, pretty neutral, that's when things really move forward. That's when mindset strategy and execution really work together to help you make the best and most strategic decisions, as opposed to the most reactive decisions, because you feel like you shouldn't have a challenge. Um, I feel like so many of my clients really think 
when they start that like further along would mean less challenges um, and are often somewhat disheartened to realize like sometimes further along actually means more challenges to be honest, just because you're dealing with more people, right? You're dealing with way more team, way more clients, bigger audience. Like it just is what it is. Like math, (laughs) you know, just says more people would be more challenging. And that doesn't have to be in this like negative way where it's like, oh my God, that that's a thought block of like, anytime you grow, it's more challenging. There's also a lot of things that get way fucking easier with growth too, right? Way fucking easier. So there's just trade-offs for all of it, but you have to get to a point where you're not expecting to be challenge-free, or I promise you that will be sticking your progress. Then you have to get to a point where you normalize that in clients too, where you're not trying to help them zero out their problems, right? Cause that's also like sticking their growth. Um, we just have to talk about this more. Everyone has had a client that like we were saying, everyone has had team challenges. I mean, holy shit. Show me an entrepreneur that hasn't had a team challenge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's not a thing. Um, everyone has had peaks and valleys in their engagement. Everyone has had that really difficult launch. Everyone has had that piece of commentary or feedback that really stung, like all of it, right? It's just how much you make all of that mean, right? Uh, Thank you, Sheridan. I appreciate you being here. Um, And so that's really the, the biggest thing here is like, what are you making it mean? What are you ultimately like framing that up as and how hard are you trying to work to like fight that fight to make sure you never have that happen again versus being really good at truly believing that you can navigate that right so that's the work that I really want to challenge you on this week today whichever (laughs) is normalizing the challenge get this book (laughs) that would also be good read to solve the problem um and really start normalizing that within yourself, because as soon as you do that for yourself, it is so much easier to do for clients. And as soon as you do that in yourself, that's when business actually starts feeling easy. It's like this weird um, thing that makes sense. That shouldn't make sense where it's like, as soon as you don't make the challenge wrong, everything feels less challenging, (laughs) right? As soon as you embrace the fact that you're going to have challenges, everything feels less hard. Like so weird, but is so decidedly true. Right. Um, yeah. Sharon and said, embrace the suck. Yes. Oh, we just had a happy thoughts episode on this too. Didn't we? I'm obviously in a very ranty mood around this recently. Um, yes, it's so true. Thank you for that reminder, Sheridan too. I actually forgot about that. (laughs) So listen to the happy thoughts episode, embrace the suck too. There is a reason I am on this, uh, on this soapbox at the moment because it is so important. And if you don't have that outside perspective of normalizing this, the online space, like will prey on that, um, challenge point. Like it will tell you, you have this challenge. You have to buy this thing to fix it. Like that has to happen. And so that's when we can get ourselves really in that spiral too, of like buying program after program, trying to create this non-challenge based business. Um, and feeling like more and more challenged because of it. And so that's one of the reasons I'm just like on this one lately, because I feel like if not, it's so easy to fall down that rabbit hole. And I see so many entrepreneurs do that 
And then they end up like walking away from this industry, like very in debt and very discouraged when really like if they would have just kind of like rocked on through some of those challenges, they probably would have been able to really create the success they wanted. And so it just feels like we have to be talking about this more. We have to be saying this shit happens to all of us more. Um, Now, another Happy Thoughts episode that we did, and I will kind of wrap this up with that, but it's important to say is also remember that like some of the hardest things in business, you won't always be able to talk about. Like you're not really going to be able to talk about that situation where that client build on their contract because you still have client confidentiality there. And that would not be uh, the right thing to do. Or you may not be able to talk about that situation with a team member. That was really hard because like that, you know, is not the right thing to talk about publicly, but please know it doesn't mean it's not happening. And that's why I kind of feel such a call to have these conversations because I know I'm behind the scenes in so many of these businesses all day, every day. And so without specifics, I can say this is happening to everyone and it's fine and it's normal. Um, and so that's why I want to keep having this conversation. That's why you can listen to that podcast. Maggie and I did, you could listen to this happy thoughts episode, right? Because we need to normalize this for all of us, because if we do success gets easier, it gets faster, it gets simpler. And that's really the whole thing. So the truth is we all have these things happen and kind of all the time in some way, shape or form. And it doesn't mean we have a shitty mindset and it doesn't mean we're doing something wrong. And it doesn't mean our strategy sucks. It's just part of the game we're playing, right? It's just part of the game. It's like, if you're playing, uh, I don't know, what's like a super intense sport. Like if you're playing football, part of the game is you're probably going to get hurt. Sometimes it doesn't mean you're like terrible at playing the game. Right. So same thing here. We have to normalize it. We have to see it all as true. And what we have to do is do it for ourselves. So we can also do it for our clients because that is really, really, really freaking important too. Um, Sheridan said, I've never seen anyone that made a lot of money that didn't have valleys before a huge payoff. Absolutely. And that, that also didn't have them as they were, um, making that much, like after they made that money too. Like, I think that's it too. Right. Like where it's like, Sometimes in the online space, it feels like we get like the hero's journey kind of transformation story. And then it's like, and then you sail off into the sunset. Nope. And then you have like the next challenge arise and you handle that too. You're just making a lot more money while you deal with it. You know, like that's all that happens. So um, when it feels like it's part of the game that is business, it gets so much easier. You're not like expecting it to not show up. And really, really, really like thrown and disappointed when it does. You're like, oh yeah, this is just part of it, right? So I hope that was helpful and normalizing for y'all today. It is just so important to me that we keep having these conversations. I feel like I'm in a really beautiful and unique position in uh, having like worked so closely with so many businesses one-on-one. And also in that um, I don't have anything to market to you. <laughs> right now. So I feel like I'm, I can just rant on this for, for 45 minutes on a Monday, because I feel like it's what you need to know, not because I want to make a sale off of it. Um, so that feels really good. Obviously y'all can get on my wait list, but I just mean like, I'm not like actively in sales mode right now where I'm like, Hey, we need to do this. I'm like, Hey, let's just have this conversation. Cause it's really important. <laughs> so that's what we're doing here. And so I just really appreciate you guys for being here and listening to my ramblings. Uh, I really, really, really can't tell you how much I really just value you being here. So remember if you want that hundred dollar gift card, just make a comment. Um, it can be to anywhere you want, or we'll just give you a visa one or you can pass it along to someone else. So Thank y'all for being here. If you want to get on the wait list, it's a forward slash 
wait list. I hope you all have a very, very, very wonderful week. I appreciate y'all so much. Um, and just really, really thank you for being here. Um, we don't want to see, yeah, right off into the sunset, right? Sheridan. It does feel like that though, you know, um, love how you put it. That's so true. Thank you, Anisha. Amanda said, I'm that person who wants to make it organized, have no challenges, <laughs> does not work, spend years trying to figure this out. Yes. Thank you for normalizing that, but it's true. We can spend years trying to figure that out. Right. Uh, thank you guys. Thanks for being here, Sharon. And thank you, Diana. And thank you, Alice. I really just love y'all. You have a good week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let-up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.